listening to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And I am absolutely jazzed to be having Madeline take over this Friday spot. And pretty soon it'll be Madeline and Maureen St. Germain. So we've got an awesome lineup just evolving as we speak. And as you know, if you've listened to Madeline, things have timing of all sorts. Perfect timing, perfect opening, perfect universal lineup of everything and that's what we love i want to welcome all of you to the dr pat show today we've got a great show for you i wanted to introduce all of you to an amazing woman and a great book and as a matter of fact valerie we are going to be giving away two copies of this book so we're just going to make sure that everyone has an opportunity to do that but let's talk about life for a minute you know, many of us take that uh, platform, we get up every day, we step out into the world, and we never know what's going to happen. Now, Madeline talked about this in the last show. I loved what she shared about her dad. Many of us have had similar experiences where we think our uh, uh, idyllic world is going to stay perfectly in place, and at the end of the day, we're going to be hugging our family and thinking everything is great. Well, I want to share a story with you, and actually I want to introduce you to uh, an amazing woman whose life perhaps characterizes exactly what Madeline was talking about. Chris Carlson is joining me here today, uh, and she's joining me here today because she has both an incredible story of, about opening the heart, but more importantly, she has an incredible book that's going to touch the lives of millions of people. Heartbroken Open, a memoir through loss to self-discovery. So how is it in our lives we get to this place where one day we wake up and experience some kind of loss, whatever that is, job, loved one, dog who knows but our lives are never the same well i will tell you that when i got this book to read from my my friend steve maraboli completely blew me away what blew me away was not only the sheer nature of her authenticity in writing the book but what she shares for all of us to learn and understand about this process and so i got to write a testimonial about the book Here's what I wrote. In times of crisis and chaos that cause many to crumble, heroes emerge. Christine Carlson is one such person. Heartbroken Open is brilliant. Christine Carlson gives you the keys to powerful living. The book is a gift for the loving and the healing heart. Today you're going to meet her up close and personal, and we are going to give away two copies of the book. What I want you to know is that when I get a story such as this and meet a person such as Chris, I get to the place of hope. I get to the place of unlimited possibilities. And I get to this incredible place of sharing what no other person could share except that of a person who has experienced deep 
loss. Chris, I want to thank you and welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show. Oh, thank you so much, Pat. That was just a beautiful introduction. Thank you. Well, this is a beautiful book, and I want to start out with a question that I ask everyone, and clearly this question is going to give you an enormous opportunity to tell your story. Given all that you know, all that you've done, what are some of the obstacles you've had to overcome to bring you to this very moment? Well, you know, it, it just brings, brings me right to the very beginning of my story, which, you know, I, I look at my life as really in two segments now. It was my life with Richard, who, you know, was an amazing man. He was the author of Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. He was considered one of the foremost experts on happiness in the world, and he was everything that people thought he was. He was genuine, he was authentic, and he was wonderful to live with, and we had kind of the fairy tale romance story of our life. We met in college. Um, I knew the moment that I met him that I would marry him. It was like within two hours, I recognized that this was going to be my life partner, and I was eighteen oh. years. I was eighteen years old at the time. Oh my gosh! So I wasn't even looking for a life partner. I was far from that. But he was such a just um, a magical man, and he really fit every you know characteristic of somebody that I knew that I would want to be with. And so anyways, we had this, you know, we grew our life together. We married very young. We had our children young. And, um, you know, we had the typical overnight success story. It took um, 10 years and 10 books. You know, it wasn't like we just, we, overnight, he became this big-time best-selling author. It was a lot of, you know, it was a lot of work and a lot of effort and tenacity and, and patience in our marriage and all sorts of things to get him to that place. And then um, in December of 2006, um, he went, he was promoting a book, his latest book, and he got on an airplane. Um, he left the day before because it was a very early flight to New York. And when I thought that I was receiving a phone call uh, from him to tell me that he had safely landed in New York, my cell phone rang, I picked it up, and there were two complete strangers on the phone. And they began firing um, questions at me, really urgent questions like, are you related to Richard Carlson? And I, you know, was like, whoa, who is this? Who wants to know? And they told me they were from the hospital, um, the Jamaica Memorial Hospital in Queens, New York, and that they had my husband with them there. And I said, well, what do you mean he was on a flight? How could you have him? there at the hospital and they said I said is he all right you know and there was this very long silence on the phone and he said no we're sorry to inform you Mrs. Carlson Mr. Carlson has expired oh oh I don't even understand that word well I didn't either I mean it it was it was just an incredible mm. you know like the disorientation and the confusion and the mm. You know, the, the feeling that, oh, my God, somebody is playing this horrible joke on me. Like, how could you do that? The outrage, you know. And then when they described his flight, I knew. And I asked when. That was my first question, when. Because in my mind, you know, I still was like, oh, my God, can he still be saved, you know. And when they told me it was like an hour and a half ago, I was just like, I, I just literally went crazy. I mean, I, I just absolutely left my body I just went absolutely crazy and I just couldn't even you know I I literally like felt like I wasn't going to return to my body and then I just thought of my daughters and 
our kids and our daughters in a conversation that Richard and I had had, which was what would be your worst nightmare. And we said that losing our daughters would be our worst nightmare and that losing each other would be our second worst nightmare. And it just, you know, it's like those moments in life where you come back and you realize that you don't have a choice, that your only choice is to stay. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I, I, I came back to my body and, and I faced the horror of, you know, what was what had turned my life completely upside down in the sense that, you know, in those moments, I just remember this just dark feeling like, oh, my God, my life is going to loom long before me now. Like, I, I just, I couldn't, I had never imagined a life without Richard. And I was 43, he was 45, he was healthy, you know, we donated his organs that day. He saved 11 people's lives that day. Oh, my you know? gosh. And, and it's like, you know, it's just, it's a stunning there's those stunning moments in life. I had never experienced anything like it. And, you know, I, I, what I, what I remember clearly is that I was like everybody else. You know, I kind of sat down in, in like a, what I felt like was a pile of manure. And I said, whoa, you know, I am pissed. I mean, what happened to my life? Why did this happen to me? Why did this happen to my daughters? Why did this happen to Richard? And I was really I was angry. I was like, wow, how, you know, at God, I was like, how could you do this? You know, what were you thinking? Were you having like an Alzheimer's moment or something? I mean, (laughs) you know, I just, I was outraged and, and yet I just, I, I went inside and I, as quickly as I felt all of that, I also kind of rose up in a sense of defiance. I mean, I, I kind of rose up and I said, I'll be damned. You know, this is my life. I'm going to be like, this sucks. And, and I, but I have had this amazing life. I have lived a lifetime of love. I have lived, mm-hmm. I have lived in God's warm embrace most of my entire life. And, and I thought, you know what? I, I'm not there right now, but I know I'll get back to joy somehow. I know that I'll go through this process, whatever this grief process will hold for me, and I'll make my way back to joy. And basically, I just, I didn't know what grief was going to be like, but I did know one thing, and that was that I would be able to access my own healing. Like, I just knew who I was and that if I, if I went inside and I was really still, I would know how to heal. And I really basically just said, God, bring it on. Bring it mm. on, and I'll go through it. Wow. This is, first of all, an incredible story. And, you know, we're going to talk about what the book, how the book unfolds, because I think that's really important. And for those of you listening, we want to give you an opportunity. Uh, we have two copies of this book to give out. My special guest today, Christine Carlson, joining us here today. The book is a memoir through loss to self-discovery. And the book is called Heartbroken Open. Uh, the, the toll-free number that you can give us a shout-out. And Valerie will pick up the call and we'll make sure we get your information is 1-800-930-2819. That's toll free for the Dr. Pat Show and giving away two copies of the book. 1-800-930-2819. And this is such an honor to have Chris joining me here today. Her website, by the way, is www.christinecarlson.com and that's Christine with a K. We'll make sure you have all of that information when you when we get back. When we return from break, we're going to talk about how this book unfolds. 
What does surrender mean? How can you ever move into that place of trust? Will that happen? And then what does Chris talk about when she says accept and receive? All of this when we come back with the Dr. Pat Show. We'll be right back. Remember, for our dogs and cats to live long and happy lives, just like people, they are what they eat. Wellness carefully selects wholesome ingredients to create food you can trust to provide the foundation of your pet's well-being. True wellness means every ingredient has a purpose in every recipe they make. You can trust the quality of all ingredients in wellness from their source to your pet's bowl. Visit wellnesspetfood.com to find a pet specialty retailer near you. Wellness natural food for pets. This is where true wellness begins. Unlock your divine power and become the true master of your life with visionary clairvoyant Terry O'Connor every Monday at 10 a.m. on the Dr. Pat Show. Using her extraordinary connection with spirit, Terry can energetically view your true inner blueprint and guide you to your soul's highest purpose. Explore your personal connection to your authentic self and let your spirit soar as it was truly meant to. That's the Carrie O'Connor Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern on the Dr. Pat Show. Are you taking too many oral pain pills and concerned about side effects? Are you having trouble getting to sleep because of the pain? Well, I'm Lou Paradise. I had the same problems you have. Cured my pain, eliminated pain pills and their side effects by developing Topperson Pain Relief and Healing Cream. Topperson relieves pain without side effects. It doesn't burn, it doesn't smell, and it doesn't stain. But don't just take my word for it. Doctors, pharmacists, and pain specialists are using and recommending Topperson and ending the suffering for thousands of people just like you. We know you're hurt. We want to help. We're so sure Topperson will work for you. We offer a money-back guarantee. So if you want pain relief with no side effects, ask for Topperson or call 1-800-959-1007. That's 1-800-959-1007. Topperson, the last pain medicine you'll ever need, and you can sleep on that. The search is over. The Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by, is your connection to tens of thousands of people waiting to hear your empowering message, waiting to choose your product or service. Dr. Pat's goal is to connect you with the people that want high-quality products and services created with love for humanity and the earth. Products and services like yours. Be the business that joins the buzz. The Dr. Pat Show Buzz. The buzz of talk radio to thrive by. Connect with people that value conscious living and mindful thinking. Living life full out. Have your business be identified with this powerful and inspiring show. Join the buzz. Be the buzz. Let the Dr. Pat Show talk radio to thrive by. Be the conduit to those who would benefit most from your services. To sponsor the Dr. Pat Show, call Dr. Pat at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. Let our success be your success.
Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. For more information about us, please go to www.thedrpatshow.com or simply go to drpatlive.com. That's drpatlive.com. If you've missed any part of this show, if you want to download our archives, be part of our newsletter, and much more. Joining me today... Uh, wow, I've been so looking forward to this conversation with Chris Carlson. As I mentioned, the book is Heartbroken Open. We have two copies. Not sure where we are with that, but 1-800-930-2819. Just give us a shout. We'd love to give you a copy of the book. Valerie will get your information. Chris, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, you know, I, I can only imagine what this was like to actually write the book. And so I would love to hear, first of all, why this book was so important to you and what this journey was like to write the book and how it evolved in the in, to be the way that it, it that it is really book evolved really out of my personal journal which i started um december 28th right after richard died maybe like 12 days later so you know, I, I started journaling as a form of healing. Um, Richard and I would get up every morning and we would have coffee together and sit and talk for about two or three hours. And in fact, much of the Don't Put the Small Stuff book series really was born not only out of the chapters of our lives, but out of those early morning conversations. And so that was our time to connect and be together and be in relationship and, you know, just share, our, you know, it was quiet time for us. And so... That was the most excruciating time of my grief. I would wake up and just be in tremendous physical pain and emotional pain. And my journaling came out of a need to just pour out and, and also to, I felt like that would be where I would connect with Richard, and I did. And it was really quite an amazing experience in the beginning because I wasn't a very fast typist, but Richard was. And I would sit down at my keyboard and I would just, you know, I would just breathe and all of a sudden I would feel this energy come to me and I would just start to type and I really wouldn't have any censorship over anything I was writing. It would just be, and a lot of times, many times I would just have these conversations with him. Memories, you know, in grief, like you're, you're at least for me, my brain just worked really differently. Like I would, I'd vacillate to the past and the present and to the state completely out of the future, but but I would think about, remember things, um, you know, that Richard had said to me or, or things that we had done together. And so my book really came out of my own process. And then I spent the second year sort of just um, weaving through the threads of my growth. I, 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 during this year, it was just such an amazing year. You know, grief is an emotional response to loss. And it's not always just loss that, you know, that I've been through. It's like the loss of a, any kind of transition or change that you haven't accepted will bring upon a sort of grief process in your life if you're open to it. And, you know, it's kind of a hard sell to say to people, well, grief is a really great thing, you know, because nobody wants to grieve because it is, it's associated with tremendous pain. However, when you find yourself in grief, what I would like to impart is that you are probably in one of the most wisest, most open, most authentic places of your life when you're in true grief. No and, kidding. And the beauty of that is its clarity. And the process that I went through, I Richard and I had lived this mantra, surrender, trust, 
and accept our entire lives together. It was a meditation, a prayer. It was how we lived everything that we decided we couldn't change. You know, it, it just goes back to the serenity prayer. You know, you change what you can, you accept what you cannot change, and you pray for the wisdom to know the difference. When Absolutely. you know it's something you can't change, you know, as far as I'm concerned, then you have to surrender to it. And I knew this, and I lived it in loss. And, you know, I, I, of course, knew I could not change the fact that Richard died. Of course, And I was a long way from accepting that he had died. You know, to me, it, it's still as stunning to me. While I have accepted my loss, I still feel like he could walk through the door at any moment. You know, I still feel like I turn around in my bathroom and he might just be standing there. You know, there's just these moments that you just always, you know, I think I'll always live that way, you know. And But this process of surrender is is really, you ask yourself that one question, can I change this? And then, you know, for me, I just, I prayed to just open to what was, you know, I opened to what my body could teach me about using physical pain to access my emotions. What I noticed very quickly early on was that my body would build a certain tension in my stomach or my neck or my shoulders. And as soon as I felt that, especially in my stomach, I would be like, oh my God, I'm not crying enough. And I would just have to get still and sit on my floor and just let my body move. I would breathe, and oftentimes I would laugh, I would dance, I would cry, I would scream, I would kick. You know, I wanted that grief out of my body. I did not want that staying there because it didn't feel healthy to me. It didn't feel like that was going to be a healthy place, you know, for that to stay. And then I, you know, I learned very quickly to trust in a lesson that my husband taught the world, which was to live very presently. And I I didn't consciously say, okay, now you need to live presently. But what I realized is about four or five months into this process, I was so present because being to the left in my past caused me this horrible pain and being in my future caused me horrible fear. And so I would just remain in in the midline of presence. And here here I was practicing this, you know, concept that Richard had taught the world, but I was practicing it so you know, immediately because it was a place of survival. And it's often a place where people find themselves, you know, when they're in danger of some kind. And in some ways, you know, grief is that way too. Grief feels kind of dangerous because you don't feel like you have your feet on the ground when you're in grief. But when you stay present in this moment right now, you're fine. And that's what you vacillate to. And in in, in this moment right now, I still had grief, you know, and I would go through my grief like, the waves that would come on me, not too unlike the waves that I experienced in childbirth years earlier. So then you, you know, it's kind of a long road, surrender and yes. trust. It's not, yes. it's not something that you go through quickly. It, it, and it's very individual. You know, nobody can tell anybody how to grieve. You know, it's like nobody, they can give you suggestions. They can lead you. You know, people can hold your space. But nobody can tell you what your process is going to be because it's different, and it's different for all ages of people. And it's different for every relationship, you know. It's, it's a very different process. And then one day, in, you know, I, I practiced this surrender and trust, and one day I just I felt like things had changed. And it was about, for me, it was really two years. I mean, I you know, I, I went through, like, enormous 
different transitions in those two years. It's not that I was in horrid deep grief every day, but grief would be triggered in me very easily for two years. And then one day, you know, it was quite amazing. Like I came in from a night out with my girlfriends and I um, slipped into bed and I didn't realize that I had slept on Richard's side of the bed. And it was amazing because I woke up in the morning and I was like, whoa, I feel different this morning. Like I feel like myself again. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> my gosh. And, you know, that that experience for you, I can only imagine how impressionable that is. Because, you know, we say things to ourselves at the time of great loss, like, I will never do that again. Or I can never imagine myself there again. And you had to go through this process of rebirthing, if I could say yeah. that. Because yeah. that's what I get from the book. Yeah. That's, you know... What you did is you were sort you were born again your whole life, but you I love what Richard left for you. Chris, thank you so much for joining us today. Please give out your website. I hope you will come back. Oh yeah, absolutely. www.christinecarlson.com. Wow. Thank you everyone for joining thank the show. You, Pat. you bet, Chris. Wow, this is a great book, everybody. Valerie, thanks for doing a great job. We'll see you next time.